I, I need to. There are times in our lives, you, you, you can take your seat, there are times in our lives when we go through so much that we don't know what to do. I've said it before and let me say it again, if it were just one thing, we could handle that. But things come in multiples. Problems get layered on top of problems. Issues get layered on top of issues. And too often we, we take on negative thoughts. They begin to weigh heavily in our spirits. Chief among the thoughts that come to us are the thoughts that say that you are alone. You're by yourself. I, I have to handle this situation. Our minds become crowded. The highway of our minds become overactive. It feels as though we're on the speedway. The crowded mind has overwhelmed us. It is active, it is agitating, it is downright annoying. Thoughts keep running through. And with all the negativity, it's no wonder we, we, we feel like our minds are ready to explode. My, my daughter sent me an emoji the other day after receiving confirmation of some startling discovery and the emoji depicted the head explosion. And yeah. And at times it feels like when the light goes off, poof. At times it feels like when we're just overwhelmed. The emoji is used both positively and negatively. It's used when some revelation hits, but it's also used when we are overwhelmed. And according to the National Science Foundation, the average person has somewhere between 12,000 and 60,000 thoughts per day. 12,000 and 60,000 thoughts per day. Somewhere in the middle are the thoughts that have been running through your mind, but what blew my mind was the fact that they said 80% of those thoughts are negative. And 95% of those thoughts are repetitive thoughts, which means we keep repeating the negative thoughts over and over again. And our negative thoughts outweigh our positive thoughts. They're not good at all. And those thoughts are horrendous. Sometimes those thoughts are personal. Sometimes you start talking about yourself. I, I'm a failure. I'm not going to make it. I picked the wrong person. I always seem to get in bad relationships. I, things are not working out for me. This is the wrong job. The people here dislike me. I don't feel good. I'm too old. If I was a little older, I'd be better off. I'm too young. Everything keeps going on. We bombard our spirit with negativity, and then we wonder why we feel depressed. 
We wonder why we feel depleted. We wonder why we feel down. We, we're worrying about stuff all the time. And, and sometimes we can go off on a tangent of worry about issues that we have absolutely unequivocally no control over. We start worrying about earthquakes and worrying about storms and worrying about tsunamis and worrying about national and political disasters, worrying about enemies foreign and domestic. We start worrying ourselves crazy. The text suggests that the children of Israel had some concerns and their concerns that they bring up before God are things that are out of their control. Things they can't deal with. Though the earth be moved, not in my control. Though the waters rise, not in my control. Though the storm comes, not in my control. I don't have control over some of the things that happen to me, and you don't have control over them either. And for some of you who are natural-born control freaks, this scares you desperately. Because some of you don't fly because you don't want anybody else to be in control. Some of you are afraid to ride with other people because you need to have the steering wheel in your hands because you like to be in control. You control everything around you. You control the remote control. You control what you eat. You control where you go. And now all of a sudden life is out of control and you feel lost because you're not in control. God says to them, if you read the text closely, all through the first verses, they're talking about the issues of life and what happens and what's going on. But at the 10th verse, the voice changes from people to the voice of God. The voice changes, the tense changes. It, it changes how it's even spoken. And now all of a sudden, there is a declarative sentence. There is a command. It's not a request. It's a command. And the command comes from the commander-in-chief who sits high on the circle of the earth, who uses earth as his footstool. The command comes from the one who created this place, and he says, be still. For some of you, that's the last thing you wanted to hear. Be still? I think God wants to talk to you right now. Because see, there's stuff you can't handle you're not ever gonna be able to handle. But I got real good news for you. If you get out the way, God's got it. Come, come close, he says. Be still. The first thing God says is rest in me. That's what God says. God says, rest in me. Be still. Now, that doesn't work for some of y'all because y'all are used to, to running things. 
the, the word there in the Hebrew is the word rapa, which means to slacken. It means to let down. It means to cease. It means to let go. It means to give in. It means it's time to break. It's time to stop. It means to pause, to cease. It means to put an end to it. Sometimes, some of us struggle stopping. Have you ever gotten into an argument and the argument should end and you know it's time for it to stop and someone says, okay, that's enough of that? But you still have to get the last word in? You still have one more thing to say? God, God, God is looking at you right now and said, I told you to be still. But, 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 but I said, hold your peace. But you just don't know what I, you don't know what I've been through. I don't care. Be still. Because there are times in your life when you can overtalk your blessing. There are times in your life when you're trying to explain what's unexplainable, when if you just be quiet, God's already made up for what you lack, and all you had to do is be still. There are times you don't have nothing to say, but you think you have to say something, because that's how you've always handled it. I've always talked my way out of it. I've always had something to say. I know what to do. I know how to fix this. No, you don't, because if you could have fixed it, it would have been fixed. But if you would just stand still and let God be God, and let God do what God wants to do, it will be all right. Children of Israel, Exodus 14, get down to the Red Sea, nowhere to go, Pharaoh's army coming up behind them. You know what's interesting about that text? It's, those of you who are looking for it, it's Exodus 14, 13, and 14. You know what's interesting? The command of God is not battle stations. Pharaoh's army's behind us. It should appear that the command would be all of the men to the rear. Battle stations, battle stations. All of the footmen to the rear, battle stations. Ba no, the command of God is be still. Wrong command. This is a fight. This is not a staring contest. God's command is to be still. It's counter, it's counterintuitive to all of you. I know you're looking at me. I got to do something. I got to fix it. I got to put my hand on it. I know what to do. I got to, sometimes the best move is no move. Here's what the text says. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you. The reason God doesn't need you to go to battle stations is because God said, I got this. 
the Lord will fight for you, and he, you shall. You, I, I, let me help you. Him. You shall hold your peace. I see you didn't get that. Sometimes, when you think you have to speak up, and your mouth is ahead of your heart and the heart of God, the only thing you can do is mess up. Because what you want is for God to be in control, not you. Uh, yeah, I, I see, it didn't, it didn't help there. Let, let me do one more, let me do one more. I gotta do one more. Hey, uh, uh, Isaiah 30 verse 15 says it this way. Here's the prophetic words of the children of Israel. He says, for thus saith the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest you shall be saved. R-E-S-T. In returning and rest, stillness, you shall be saved. Now, the problem is most folk can't handle that because sometimes we think we got to do when God's saying don't. What we end up doing is we make a bigger mess for God to have to help us clean up again later. There are times in your life when you need to rest in God and say, God, it's on you this time. I've done all I can. I'm tagging out on this one and I'm going to let you handle this because I know you've got this. And if you have it, everything's going to be all right. Here it is. Uh, now this 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 is important to me. I I want to be a little bit ebonic here, so y'all excuse me. But the, but the second thing the text says, it says this is in the same first line. He says, "Be still and know that I am God. I am God." Now now this is important, saints. Because what he means is, recognize me. God says, recognize me. Uh, you, you know, be still and know that I am God. Uh, people say, uh, you, do, do you know who I am? You ever been in one of those conversations? Where I say, do you know who I am? As if you knew the knowledge of who they was, it would alter how you're going to, to do and what you're going to do next because if you knew who I am, you, you would be acting a little different. Uh, you you might have heard this one. You better recognize before you have to apologize. You don't know me. If you don't know, you better ask somebody. Medea said, you don't know me, I'm meat. <laughs> Never mind, I think you got it. What you have to recognize is that when you know something, and when you get it in your spirit, it changes everything. Not some things, everything. No, no, no. If I want this, I told you I was going to be Ebonic. Everything. See, that covers everything that other things don't cover when I say everything. 
then there are things that God is going to take control of. See, what I've got to realize, I've got to recognize that God has already blessed me. New Testament saints, now, he's given me the Holy Spirit, and because he's given me the Holy Spirit, that is the parakletos, which is God's divine comfort in my life, that all I have to do is rely on the spirit of the living God to indwell within me, and that empowering spirit is going to give me comfort in the middle of the storm. I may not change the storm today, but I tell you this much, I will be dry in the middle of the storm because God will build a tent around me and a hedge of protection to cover me so that even in the midst of the storm it will be alright. God's going to work it out because I've got peace on the inside because the Holy Ghost is on the inside and because the Holy Ghost is in me even though I may not have power in the courtroom or power in the operating room I got power in heaven who controls courts, operating rooms, streets, hedges, highways, oceans, and the air. And the God I serve is still in control. God said, recognize me. Uh, you, you better learn to recognize God. You, you better learn to recognize God. Tap somebody say, if you don't know, you can ask me. I know who God is. God is the source and strength of my life. He moves all pain, misery, and strife. He promised to keep me, never to leave me. He's never ever come short of his word. I got to fast and pray, stay in the narrow way. I keep my life clean every day. I wanna go with him when he comes back. I've come too far and I never turn back. God is. God is, God is my all. And the strength of my life, he moves all pain. Misery and strife, he promised to keep me, never to leave me. He's never ever come shorter. I got to fast and pray, stay in the narrow way. I keep my life clean every day. I want to go with him when he comes back. I've come too far and I never turn. I wish I had a witness in here. God is. God is. Oh, God is. Let, let, me, let me see if I can get this done. 
the God I serve is omniscient. Look at somebody, tell him he knows everything. The God I serve is omnipresent. Look at him again, say he's right here right now. He's already where I'm going. God is everywhere. The God I serve is omnipotent. Y'all didn't get it, omnipotent, he's great. Y'all missed it, you missed it. Omnipotent, he's great. Y'all missed it again, omnipotent, he's great. When I say he's omnipotent, look at somebody, tell him he's all powerful. Look, look at it just one more time. I'm going to let you leave him alone in a minute. But one more time. Say, neighbor, neighbor. even what you're going through, he's got the power to fix it for you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave. I'm going to be done in a minute. But I got one last thing I'm going to say. It's an it's a, a and B to this last point. So hang with me. One, I'd do it real quick. I really would. Because the last thing God says in the text is, I will be exalted among the nations. That's the A. And then the B, he says, I will be exalted in the earth. Yeah, let me see if I can do it like this. The last point is, God said, respect me. You don't even know when to dance. Let me help you. He says, respect me. I don't know about you, but, uh, but every now and then I like to hear the rappers talk. And one of the rappers said, you better put some respect on that name. You better put some spec on that name. You don't just mention my name without putting some respect on it. God said, I will be exalted. You, you better act like you know. Listen, Romans 14 and 11 said, for it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow. Y'all missed it? I said, he said, respect me. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is the Lord. Y'all ain't got it yet. I can see. That didn't help you none. Revelation 19. You ought to start reading around verse 11 and get get down to verse 16. But around verse 11, he talks about he's coming on a white horse and he who's coming is faithful and true. And then the Bible says that he's been pressing out the wine press alone. And then it says one last thing. Verse 16 says, and on his robe and on his thigh is written the name King of Kings. And Lord of Lords. Y'all missed it. He said, I will be exalted. He said, I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the whole earth. He said, respect me. I'm going to write it on my thigh. King of kings. And Lord of Lords. 
I see you still ain't caught this thing yet. What you've got to recognize is that God has going to bid his respect. Ephesians chapter 1 says this, and he put all things under his feet. And he gave him to be head over all things to the church. Y'all ain't got it yet. He said, I will be exalted. You will respect me. He said, I am the head over all the church. Philippians 2 verses 10 and 11 said that in the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. He says, in case you don't get it, he said, not only is every tongue going to confess, but here's what they're going to confess. They're going to confess Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. God said, respect me. Because, see, if you recognize who he is and you respect who he is, then you'll realize he can do just what he said. He said, He's got this thing. And since God's got it, uh, you can trust that he will work it out. See, y'all still ain't got it. Y'all still ain't got this thing yet, did you? You see, if they exalt God, then those connected to God are going to be lifted up when they exalt God. Because we're connected to him, blessings come our way. Y'all missed it again. Here's what you got to know. Here's the twist in the story. The Bible says that as God began to defeat the enemies of Hezekiah, the Bible says that the name of God was exalted. And as God's name was exalted, 2 Chronicles chapter 32, verse 23, it says, And many bought presents and gifts to the Lord at Jerusalem, and presents to Hezekiah king of Judah, so that he was exalted in the sight of the nations thereafter. Because see, once God does, what God's getting ready to do. Look at somebody now. Say, neighbor, once God fixes this thing, your blessings are going to come from everywhere. Your blessings are going to come from everywhere. Even your enemies are going to bless you. Even those that talked about you are going to bless you. Even those that criticized you are going to bless you. Their blessings with your name on it. Because God's got this. Come on, give him a praise. 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 God's got this.